Box Officer Podcast with Mel McKay and Derek Zemrak. Hi, Derek Zemrak. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's Friday. (laughs) The movie you're going to talk to us about today is Champion starring Woody Harrelson, and it looks really heartwarming. I hope it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this is, you know, feel good this time basketball movie where Woody Harrelson's character Marcus is a former basketball coach who is ordered by the courts because he gets in trouble with his foul mouth and everything uh, <laughs> to go and manage a intellectual disability special needs uh, group of uh, individuals for the Special Olympics. Aww. So your typical fish out of water, feel good sports movie, you know, are they going to overcome the challenges and get to where they want to be? It is actually a remake of a Spanish film oh. that was done in uh 2018, uh, which is always a, uh, uh, okay, why can't you just create something you, you know, from yourself? Uh, now, I have to warn people that this is directed by Bobby Farrelly uh, from the Farrelly Brothers. Oh, it's right. the first time him and his brother actually did it's something about Mary, yeah. Dumb and Dumber. So a lot of lowbrow humor and crass you know, films previously. Is this going to happen with this film? Yes, it does. It does go there. Okay. So there's some awkward situations in the film. It's a sports movie. Yeah. And a sports movie about a, a team that wants to get somewhere and they want to win. So what's going to happen? You know the ending. Yeah. Uh, the pro- the biggest problem with this movie, other than some of the scenes, it's PG-13. That's why I'm kind of warning oh. people about this film. If you take your kids, you're going to hear, it pushes the envelope. It could easily be an R based on the joke, sex jokes mm. and sex in the windows. And I mean, not this is rated R, but lots of fart jokes, okay? So <laughs> this what you're getting. Uh, it's okay, but it's it's something that you're just sitting there. You know, I wouldn't want to watch it with my eight-year-old, and okay. I wouldn't want to watch it with my mother. Okay, that's where we're at. So, uh, all right. Disclaimers yeah. aside, how many slates? Okay, I'm giving it two and a quarter slates. I just think it's. It's not right right there. It has a good concept. I would like to go back and find the, the, the original because I bet it's a little bit cleaner than this movie is. But, yeah. I mean, it was fun. The innocence of the basketball team and them delivering the line were funny. And But there's not a lot of basketball in it. There's some, but this is, there's just enough. The problem is it's two, over two hours long and mm. it, should be, it should be 90 minutes. Cut out the sex jokes and the fart jokes. I think you got a great little heartwarming story. So Yeah. You know, it looks like he, you know, he gets some personal growth as well, which all these movies always yeah, want to do. You know, he's going to yeah. be a better person <laughs> after he does all this. You know, it's formula movie, but it still looked heartwarming and I'm glad we got to see some uh, special needs actors. That's kind of cool. We yeah. got to get an ensemble cast of special need actors and they looked really, really cool and funny. That girl, oh my God, she seemed like one of the high parts of it with a girl yeah, who never leaves sure. her boogie board behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. Let's leave okay. it at that. All right. So we are still obsessed with the Oscars, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the ceremony on the podcast. Okay. Derek Zemrak, the Oscars are over. Congratulations once again on winning our annual Oscar poll. You got five right. I got three right. You are the champ, and there's talk of getting you some kind of crown. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me your overview of the Oscars this year. 
I thought it went very well. I think Jimmy Kimball, you know, stepped out there and he, you know, put the, you know, right out front, uh, the elephant in the room of the slap last year. He used really good comedy. He went, you know, didn't go out there with political statements that everyone else followed suit. I think they moved it along well. Uh, It's exactly what they needed to do. It was a little bit under, you know, three and a half hours, Mm -hmm. uh, which the average is over three three and a half hours. So they cut it short. Um, I think it went well. Now, obviously, every year there's a few surprises uh, and a few uh, snubs (laughs) that we could talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, one of the biggest ones was obviously Angela Bassett for Best Supporting Actress for Wakanda Forever. She was, you know, she won the Golden Globes. She she had won a lot of the other awards. And then all of a sudden, Jamie Lee Curtis wins the SAG Award. And it's like, oh, my God, is she going to win the Oscar? Well, yes, she did. She did. And uh, Angela Bassett, you know, (laughs) didn't hold back. She didn't clap. And she didn't get up off her feet. Now, the problem with Angela Bassett with doing that is she was wearing a, a beautiful purple dress, and she was in the very front row, and <laughs> you could tell she did not get out of her seat. So. Oh, man. Well, you know, it's it's hard for me to say because I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once yet, and to be perfectly honest, yeah. it just looks weird. Like, what the hell? Jamie Lee Curtis wins with hot dog fingers? But Angela Bassett, (laughs) with that magnificent performance in Wakanda Forever, gets looked over? I I don't understand it. No, I mean, you know, and I said it, you know, previously before the Oscars when we were talking about it, I said, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis could win it, you know, come in. I didn't want it to. I wanted Angela Bassett because of, you know, she has a long history in in Hollywood, you know. I mean, her, you know, her parents, you know, Tony Curtis and uh, Janet Lee. Janet Lee, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, is like, you know, a lot of people vote for, you know, oh, wow, that would be nice. And, you know, their parents didn't win, you know, and, you know, it's just they got nominated, you know, and people vote on that. And that's not what it should be. And yeah. Angela Bassett deserved to win. She didn't win. And it's very sad because she's had a great career, too. Oh, it's not <laughs> that I don't like Jamie Lee Curtis. I absolutely do. I have liked every role she's been in. I wasn't even mad at her when she was uh, promoting yogurt that helps you poop. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have an issue with Jamie Lee Curtis as a person, but Angela was just so freaking brilliant in Wakanda Forever and how the whole st- the whole crew, it came through how they were mourning Chadwick. And so it was a really special movie for me, and I thought she just nailed it and knocked it out of the park. So I'm bummed about right. that, too. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, when that first came out, we talked about it, and I, I had said, you know, she was on, not on the screen a lot, but she was powerful mm-hmm. in her role, and she deserves to, to get a nomination. And then at that point, you know, it was like I felt like she could win the Oscar for just, you know, a little bit of teeth screen time and uh yeah so. yeah so anything else that you were like what the what who got shut out <laughs> like completely like did the fablemans win anything no fablemans won absolutely uh nothing yeah. uh so that was a little bit of a surprise especially the spielberg thing i mean i really tried i leaned on that spielberg would have have won uh based on the same thing that why jamie lee curtis won. <laughs> he loved him, you know i mean i was saying okay he's gonna win you know uh and also i was a little bit surprised that you know john williams uh from you know fableman you know uh for his long history you know not winning also and yeah. you know he's 91 so it's like that's like okay 
Here's another one we've got to give it to him because he's 91 years old. And, but they didn't go that way, but they went that way with the Angela Bassett thing. Uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, uh, Austin Butler not winning. I didn't think they should have won anyway, yeah. so I, I wasn't surprised with that. But the biggest surprise that I had of the night that I felt was truly Lady Gaga hit it out of the ballpark, <laughs> coming out with no makeup and just saying, you know what, this is me and I'm going to just sing and that's what I'm here for. Taking all that makeup off and putting it all back on. I know her stylists are like, oh, my God, we have to make you up again? But, no, it was very cool to have such a stripped-down version of the song from Top Gun. Yeah, it was a good Oscars. I'm not mad at it. No, no, no. I think they they did it well. I think, you know, it it was exactly what you wanted them to do. And, you know, I commend the producers of this this show because sometimes it's like so boring and also that you know the, the, the songs they didn't have them sing the whole song they kind yeah, of that was a, a good call yeah the pacing was perfect so you know who knows what next year is going to bring us but you know what hey but the thing is mel i'll give you a hint for next year yeah. not that i want you to get any closer to me as <laughs> i told you that 78 percent of the time the sag awards are right this year they were a hundred percent right Ooh. <laughs> okay, I'm putting that in my little bank. <laughs> Thanks so much, Derek. I'll talk to you next week. All right, take care. Stream the box officer now at KKIQ.com and Apple and Google Podcasts.